I'm studying uh, something I was praying and listening in praying this evening. And I'm studying something that there's no way to cover it in an evening. We can speak about it for the rest of the year. But I believe it will give us some insight and revelation for us to be able to pray this evening. Okay? And I want to speak about the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. Now we know the wisdom of God is infinite. His understanding is unsearchable. So if you are going to talk about the wisdom of God, you may talk about it for the rest of our lives and never be able to cover everything. And we'll know we'll get, we'll get amazed for the rest of our lives and for all eternity about the wisdom of God. Belisha, you're welcome. And your brother behind there. You see, you're the little ones, we, we must welcome you and appreciate you so much for coming. Brian, you're welcome. <laughs> now, now, the wisdom of God. Let me ask you some questions here, and I want you to think. I tell people Christianity, uh, Christianity is not just reading the Bible, but you ought to think of what you are reading. <laughs> you understand? And that in that thinking, which you can bring it to a meditation, you get understanding, insight concerning how you can apply the word of God on a day-to-day -day life. But suppose you knew exactly what to do without any doubt to come out of any situation that you are facing right now, how different your life be. And you to think. You know exactly what to do to come out of the situation you're facing. Exactly. How different will your life be? Do you remember when you were in school growing up, uh, especially in school, maybe this was for me, me mostly. <laughs> but when the teacher asks something and you know the answer and others are fumbling around, how did you feel? Yeah. You all didn't go to school, I'm the only one who went to school. <laughs> How do you feel? But people are family. Or oh, he's asked something, and he of a certain friend of mine, we, he was so good in chemistry that the teacher will ask something, and you know, those formulas and all that. And Valerian, I never had anyone call Valerian except him. Anyone who's ever had the name Valerian? Never had a Valerian. He's the only one. Or oh, Valerian, you have. Then you should be French, probably. Yeah, so in fact, in Form 1, he was being teased that he had a lady's name. <laughs> That's what they were teasing him, but Valerian sound, the English speaking sounds uh, like a lady's, a lady's name. But anyway, he knew what to do, and he'll be quiet, smiling, until it comes to him and just, don't, 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 and hear the answer. I befriended him. We became friends, and I improved in chemistry. Just by befriending him, really, I improved in chemistry. And it really is to excite me seeing him knowing what to do in those, you know, challenges in chemistry. Uh, how confident will you be in approaching daily life challenges if you knew exactly what to do? 
Maybe you may ask Professor Jury how she was able to become a professor and Dr. Kabaji. <laughs> so I studying a lot, solving issues, you know, in the area of our profession. But how different will it be? So let me say, speak something about the wisdom of God. And this is my definition based on the word of God. I can prove them the word of God. And that's not all. You understand? You can define a word, and that does not mean that's all you, that is all there is. No, not at all. But I, I define wisdom as knowing what to do and doing it well. I thought that was going to excite you. <laughs> knowing what to do and doing it well. That's the wisdom of God right there. And, and why would I call it the wisdom of God? Because this is the wisdom of God. Therefore, it is for his purposes and to his glory or for his glory. It's the wisdom of God. It says knowing how to do and doing it well. Think about this. In, in, uh, in the book of Genesis, I told you there's no way we are going to finish this. But think about Joseph. He's in prison. And uh, <clears throat> a baker has had a dream and a butler has had a dream and interprets the dream through the wisdom of God. And then they go and they say, please don't forget me. He forgot. The baker was hanged. The butler was restored, just as the Lord had revealed to Joseph. And then two full years had passed, and then Pharaoh has a dream. And of course, you know the dream. Okay? The seven years of, of, of plentiful and the seven years of famine. Just think about that. You're told a dream. Let's go to, to Genesis 41. I want to emphasize of knowing what to do and doing it well. Do you all know, want to know what to do in every situation? All right. Let's believe God. Let's believe God for utterance. Amen? It's not, it's not just attending and living. Let's believe God for utterance. Say, Father... I ask you for utterance of your spirit. Speak to me. Teach me. Open my eyes. Open my ears. Help me to perceive your wisdom, your will, your purposes in Jesus' name. Now, now think about this. He had a dream, and I won't go into the dream but, but, let's see over here. So, so in verse 14, Pharaoh sent and, and called Joseph, and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon. And he shaved, changed his clothes, and came to Pharaoh. That's a great expectation right there. And, and Pharaoh said to Joseph, I, I've had a dream and there is no one who can interpret it. But I've heard it said of you that you can understand a dream to interpret it. 
So Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It's not in me. God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Right there, God, the Bible calls him the only wise God. We'll look at that scripture later, later on. So look at this. The wisdom of God first acknowledges God. We acknowledge him as the source. So remember, it's knowing how to do, knowing what to do, and doing it well. So it's acknowledging him that he's the one who's able, who will enable us to know something and will empower us to accomplish it. So knowing how to do, knowing what to do, and doing it well. You, you, see, you see the point over here. I'm, saying, I'm, I'm giving a definition, but I can, I can back it up from, from, with the word of God. So he say he acknowledged that, God. And some of actually the attributes of the wisdom of God is the fear of God is in place. We can see the, the beginning, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So that fear of the Lord is very important because the fear of the Lord actually places God in his rightful place in our lives where he's supposed to be. He's God, people. We're not equal with him. Not at all. Never will we. He's God. You know, that's why I don't understand when someone says, oh, the, the man upstairs. Not so. That's in, 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 in reverence. In reverence. Did I say that? In reverence. You're, you're not revering him. He's God. He's loved us. He's brought us into his, into his kingdom. But he remains God. Can I say something? There, there are some conversations that, or some, there's a sudden way, even if you know your earthly father loves you, if you really respect him and honor him, there's a way that you can't act before him. He's your father. So he's God. So one of those is, I'll speak here and there, you understand, but let's believe God for utterance that you'll go something that will equip you and even in praying to, this evening. But it's, I'll speak here and there so I may not be speaking from one scripture to another regarding this. Because I told you again, the, 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 talking about the wisdom of God, we cannot, we cannot exhaust it in, in one meeting. And in many meetings even. But then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, in my dream I stood on the bank of the river. Suddenly seven cows came up out of the river, fine-looking and fat, and they fed in the middle. Then, behold, seven other cows came up after them, poor and very ugly, gaunt. I mean, that's ugly. <laughs> uh, such ugliness as I've never seen in all the land of Egypt. And the gaunt and ugly cows ate up the first seven, the first cows, the fat cows. Can you think about your being told such a dream? You may, th you may say like, you ate too much. There's no cow that can eat another cow. If it was, <laughs> if it was a whale, we could have understood. But how would a cow, I mean, we know that. Um, hey, hey, we're educated. It's common sense. 
A cow is not a predator. You, you understand that? So that's no dream that you just had. You slept and it was a bad dream. Forget about it. What is that? That's common sense. You, you understand? That's common sense. I, I'm telling you this. Don't ever brush away any dream. Don't. Don't take dreams for granted. Don't ever. There are dreams that you can tell. I need to pay attention to this dream. And some to take authority over by the word of God. Don't take the dreams for granted. Don't say that was just a bad dream. No, no, no. You better use your faith concerning uh, every dream, really. There are some you will know that you will know. You know, that's too much Ugali. Those ones you will know. You know, the too much Ugali I ate, I think. Uh, or I've been thinking about this too much. But listen this. There are dreams from the Lord you need to pay attention to. There are dreams from the devil you need to take authority over. And there are dreams out of you just what you've eaten, <laughs> if I can say that. And, and when they had eaten them up, no one would have known what they had eaten them, for they were just as ugly as at the beginning. I said, no one ever does that. Even a lion doesn't do that. If they eat, you have to be full. You see, we can reason out things. Not so. Anyway, it's gone. He, he goes on, and then verse 25. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dreams of Pharaoh are one. Can you imagine? He didn't go to pray. Daniel went to pray. Daniel said, this is bad. We need to get together and pray because if we don't pray, all of us will be dead. But this, Joseph didn't pray. Joseph seems like he had such a relationship with the Lord in prison. He didn't say, give me some time. You remember Daniel said that? Give me some time. Joseph didn't. In fact, he said, then Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dreams, Pharaoh are, the dreams of Pharaoh are one. God has shown Pharaoh what he's, he's about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads are seven years. The dreams are one. And the seven thin and ugly cows which came up after them are seven years, and the seven empty uh, heads blind, blighted by the east wind are seven years of famine. I don't want to go so much into that. Look at verse 2, verse 32. And the dream was repeated to Pharaoh twice because the thing is established by God and God will shortly bring it to pass. Twice. If you dream the same dreams twice, pay attention to that dream. It's in the scriptures, people. If you dream the same dream twice, pay attention to that dream. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man and set him over the land of Egypt. Are you seeing that he's, he's telling him now what to do? He's, he has received the wisdom of God in this situation and he's telling Pharaoh what to do. That's the wisdom of God. Are you seeing that? So, so verse 37, he says, So the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to, him, to his servants, Can we find such a one as this? a man in whom is a spirit of God. Do you see that the wisdom of God is even, when it is operating in our lives, even the heathen will see. 
This is a different spirit. This is not earthly. This is from God. It will, you will stand out. If we operate in the wisdom of God, we will stand out. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I, will I be greater than you. From prison. That's amazing. Do you ever read that story and think like, this can be me? Huh? That's, that's a game change right there. From prison. And he's telling him right now, you'll be over my kingdom. It's just by the throne, me being Pharaoh. But actually, you are the one who's going to rule. That's amazing. Let's read some scriptures over here. <clears throat> We're talking about the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God, I said, knowing what to do and doing it well. And all this is from God. Therefore, it is for his purposes and for his glory. Exodus 6, 1 it amazes me, I'll, I'll just mention here and there, but it amazes me, God has revealed to Moses the heavenly tabernacle and is telling him, I want you to erect the tabernacle in the wilderness just as I showed you in the mountain. So how did this happen? By revelation. Okay? By revelation. Now look at this. And for it to be done, to glorify God, he himself has to anoint men to do so. It is not going to be done with an earthly thinking. It has to be done divinely. So he has to anoint men to do it. And then it, it speaks about a certain man in Exodus 36 verse 1. It says, And Bezalel and Aholiab and every gift artisan in whom the Lord has what? Put wisdom and understanding. For what? To know how to do. People most like many times they, they lift up their gift and they forget they give up of the gift. That's why you have people start, who started singing in church and they started singing, they go to sing in the world and they become worldly. We're seeing it even in our nation. And many other places we can, we can see, we can say about singers because we, they're in the limelight, but they're many believers also. But look at this. He's, he's revealed the tabernacle to, 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 to Moses but for it to be, to glorify God, for it to be done according to his will, he has to anoint people to do the work. I call it the anointing factor, that everything of God is done through the anointing. And therefore we must depend on the anointing. And he says this, and Bezalel and Holyab and every gifted artisan in whom the Lord has put wisdom and understanding to know how to do all manner of work. 
for the service of the Lord shall be according to all that the Lord has commanded. So are you seeing that the wisdom and understanding to do what? To know how to do. So can I say this then? The wisdom of God enables us, enables us to know how to do the will of God in our generation. We need that. We need to be aware of God's wisdom. In Job 9.4, Job 9.4, it says, God is wise in heart and mighty in strength. Who has hardened himself against him and prospered? No, no one. <laughs> God is wise, is wise in heart and mighty in strength. Who has hardened himself against him and prospered? What's the answer? None whatsoever. Pharaoh tried, and many others have tried in different generations, and they have never prospered. He's the only wise God. Romans 12, 20, 16, 27, from the Passion Translation, the scripture I'd mentioned to you. I'd mentioned this scripture to you, actually, in, in uh, Romans 16, 27. Let's start with the Amplified Classic Version, please. Romans 16, 27. That is 12, 16. 16, 27. The Amplified Classic Version. Look at that. To the only, huh? to the only wise God, be glory forevermore through Jesus Christ, the anointed one. Amen, so be it. Look at the Passion Translation. This one, it says, to the, only, to the only wise God. The Passion Translation says, says this, now to God. Come on now. The only what? Source of wisdom. Now to God. The only source of wisdom. Be glorious praises for endless ages through Jesus, the anointed one. Amen. The only, the only source of wisdom. We want that. We want to operate in that wisdom. Remember Solomon also, these are all covenant uh, saints. Remember Solomon also asked for what? Wisdom. Let's go to First, first Kings chapter 4 quickly. I don't want to take time there. Maybe we may start from verse chapter 3 when he asked for wisdom. It's long. Will you please go read in your own time? Hmm? Let's, let's go to verse 10. But he asked for wisdom from God. The speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. That's the wisdom. Then God said to him, because you have asked this thing and have not asked long life for yourself, nor have you asked riches for yourself, nor have asked the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to this justice. Behold, I have done according to your words. See, I have given you what? A wise and understanding heart. 
so that there has not been anyone like you before, nor shall any like you arise for you. That operated as long as he was walking with God when he started going after foreign women. We see his story in Ecclesiastes. Oh yeah, he did. Because he walked with God, you know, talking about the wisdom of, can you re reduce the volume a little bit, Steve? He walked with God, but when he started walking away from God, he didn't have that wisdom, really. Huh? Is that wisdom, really, to, uh, to marry 1,700 wives, and then you have another 300 you visit, I don't know when. <laughs> you understand? How many? Oh. Men, you don't even imagine it. It's terrible. That brings in confusion. And he went on to marry. He really, he defied God. But let's look at the good part of it. The faithfulness of God. God gave him a wise and understanding heart. And look at this in chapter 4. In chapter 4. Look at verse 29. First Kings 4.29. Let's look at the scripture. And God gave Solomon wisdom and exceedingly great understanding. Wow. He gave him wisdom and exceedingly great understanding and largeness of what like the sand of the seashore. You know, it does not mean he had an enlarged heart. You understand? Condition. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the wisdom of God. The Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the men of the East and of all the wisdom of Egypt. That man was wise. From the only source of wisdom, God. He made him so wise. Just, just think about it, knowing how to do, knowing what to do and doing it well. Think about this. Here, come, here comes two women. One says, this is my daughter. Uh, this is my child. This is my child. And they keep back and forth. And he brings a sword. Now you may think, like, I'll do like Solomon. Listen, that is knowing how, what to do and doing it well. And he gets to give the mama whose son had not died, goes away satisfied, I have my son. That's the wisdom of God. Now look at this then. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 42, so we've just read about Solomon. Verse 42, these are the words of Jesus. The queen of the south will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Listen to what he says now. What follows next? And indeed, a greater than Solomon is here. Hey, this is the source. <laughs> In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was with God. He was God. He says, and greater than Solomon is here. In other words, this is the one who gave that wisdom to Solomon. He's here. Wow. He's my brother. And not only that, 
He is my Lord. He is my Savior. He indwells me. Look at this in, in, uh, in Mark chapter 6, verse 2. Mark 6, 2. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, where did this man get these things? <laughs> yeah, where did this man get these things? And what wisdom in, is this which is given to him that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Greater than Solomon is here. Amen. And, and, and people are amazed. Where did this man get these things? No, no wonder you can tell. You remember when he told the, the, the Jewish people, before Abraham was, I am. You remember that? And, and, and look at this. So he said greater than Solomon is here. And remember the scripture that we read, God responded to Solomon. He said this, because you've asked for this thing. He says, where did this man get these things? What was that? They had him teach in the synagogue. They had had many teachings, but this man's teaching was different. Remember, Queen of Sheba, uh, Queen, Queen of Sheba, actually, Queen of the South, he calls him Queen of the South, he rise up in the judgment of this generation and condemn, for she came from the ends of the earth to do what? To hear. So his wisdom first, you hear it. Hear the wisdom of God. And then you see it in manifestation. If you look at that, the Queen of Sheba, actually, when she said, she looked at everything that they did in Solomon's house, in Solomon's palace, the Bible says she had no breath left in her. In other words, in a, in a good vernacular, is that she was slain. Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> it didn't say that. <laughs> she had no breath left in her. She was amazed at what was, being happening, was happening. And this man, these people, are getting amazed of astonished saying, where did this man get these things? Let's go to the Amplified Classic Version, please. Let's say that quickly, and then I'll go another direction. The Amplified, classic version. It says, and, this, uh, and on the Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who listened to him were utterly astonished. And what did they say? Saying, where did this man acquire all this? What is the wisdom, the broad and full intelligence which has been given to him? Woo! Come on now. Remember I started the, the meeting by asking you, suppose you knew exactly what to do without any doubt to come out of the situation, any situation that you are facing right now, how different your life be? How different will it be? You know exactly what to do? That's where prayer comes in. And that's where we are going with this. Go quickly to Proverbs 2, 6 to 7. Proverbs 6, 2, 6 to 7. It says, for the Lord gives wisdom. 
From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He's a shield to those who walk uprightly. Now that's critical right there. Let's look at this, this man. Look at Daniel. What is it that will say really Daniel is distinguished from other men? Is he walked in the fear of God. Definitely. What about Joseph? What did he detail Potiphar's wife? Act, really? His point was this. I fear God. He said this actually. Why? How comes that you want me to commit this sin against God? He didn't say against your husband. He's against God. He feared God. Now, in fact, before you do this, let's go to Luke 2.52. I should have said this about Jesus because now I started talking about Jesus. Luke 2.52. Very familiar scripture. You know it? And Jesus did what? Increased in wisdom and in stature. Let's go to verse 51 so that you may not think like he was born that way. <laughs> Remember he was born a man. Okay? Uh, look at this. Remember that's when, verse 50, please. Remember when, when the, the father and mother, they went looking for, for him in the temple? And then he answered them, but they did not understand the statement, statement which he spoke prior to that. They say, how is, how is verse 49, sorry? 49. Okay, let's see. So they saw him, they were amazed, and his mother said to him, son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. Look what God follows next. And he said to them, why did you seek me? Did you, know that, uh, did, did you not know that I must be about my father's business? And then he goes on to say, but they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Look at verse 51. Then he went down. How old was he then? I think one of the, the letters, one of these, uh, what? <laughs> Matthew, Mark, John. Uh, they, they say he was... Uh, he was 12 years old. Remember that. Now, then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them, but his mother kept all these things in her heart. What follows next? And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Can I have that in the Amplified Classic Version, please? He increased in wisdom. So, and Jesus increased in wisdom in broad and full understanding. I like that one. You know, when you see a person, says, uh, person tells another, another that you have a broad mind. <laughs> Not an arrow. <laughs> a broad mind. And he, Jesus increased in wisdom, in broad and full understanding, and in stature and years, and in favor with God and man. So Brian, Belisha, you're not too young to have the wisdom of God. Because you have the Holy Spirit inside, inside of you. Right? You can have so much wisdom as you grow until your mom will be consulting with you. No, just kidding. <laughs> That's the wisdom of God. But, but look at this then. In, in Proverbs 4, 7, it says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, do what? Get wisdom. And in all you are getting, get what? Understanding. So wisdom is the principal thing. I get amazed those several scriptures we have read. He said, because you've asked for this thing. 
Remember this, calling the wisdom of God thing. <laughs> wisdom is a principal thing. Wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and in all you are getting, get understanding. Proverbs 9.10 says this, the fear of the Lord, that's a, such a key right there. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. That's critical right there about the fear of the Lord. Are you seeing that? You acknowledge him as the source. You acknowledge him as the source of all wisdom. And therefore, <clears throat> let's go to a scripture here in Deuteronomy chapter 4. Still going back to the old covenant. Let's start from verse 5. I want you to pay attention to those words. It says, Surely I have taught you statutes and judgments, just as the Lord, this is Moses speaking, just as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should do what? Act according to them. Are you seeing that? Act according to them. In the land which you go to possess, act according to them. It's knowing what to do and doing it well. So act according to them. And, and look at what follows next in verse 6. Therefore, be careful to observe them. For this is what? Your wisdom and understanding. What is that? The word of God. The, command, the commands of God. What Moses had taught to them, he says this, this is your wisdom and understanding. That's why the very important thing to know that obedience to God's word, obedua, a doer of the word of God, is equal to that walking in the wisdom of God. And he says this, therefore be careful to observe, remember he says that word to observe, them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding. In the sight of all, in the sight of the people who will hear all these statutes and say, surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. You see the connection of the source of all wisdom is God. Our place in being submissive to him and pursuing him and acting according to his word and I'll show you, which I believe is so much of the new covenant, how we should think, it makes a whole difference. How are you able to do what you're doing? There's something different about you. Why? That's the wisdom of God. Now, go, let's go to, back to the new covenant. In 1 Corinthians chapter 30, First Corinthians chapter 30. It says, uh, oh, that's a, chapter 1, verse 30. That one. But of him, First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30 and 31. But of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us what? Wisdom 
from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. And what, that it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. In other words, whatever manifestation we see, because of Christ in us, we need to say glory to God. You, you see that? He has become what? Our wisdom. He became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. Let's go to Colossians quickly. Over here speaking something about that wisdom. In Colossians in chapter 2. This. Come on. It's over here. Just a moment. I thought I had it right here. Talking about Jesus himself. No wonder he said, Greater than Solomon is here. Chapter 2, yeah, verse 3. Can we read it from the Amplified uh, Version, please? Of Amplified Classic Version. Let's start from verse 1. <clears throat> for, my cons for I want to know... Oh, come on now. <laughs> verse 1. I said from verse 1. For I want you to know how great is my solitude for you, how severe and inward struggle I'm engaged in you, and for those believers in Laodicea and for all who like yourselves have never seen my face and known me personally. Go to the next one. For my concern is that their hearts may be braced, comforted, cheered, and encouraged, as they are knit together in love, that they may come to have all the abounding wealth and blessings of assured conviction of understanding, and that they may become progressively more intimately acquainted with and may know more definitely and accurately and thoroughly that mystic secret of God, which is Christ the Anointed One. Let's go to the next one. In him, all the treasures... <laughs> Is that exactly his truth? In him, all the treasures of divine wisdom, comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God, and all the riches of spiritual knowledge and enlightenment are stored up and lie hidden. And you're still seated? <laughs> And you're still seated and you say, yes, amen. Glory. <laughs> I mean, you need to, we need to read these scriptures and get excited. Look at this. What does the enemy want? For us to focus on what we are going through. As long as you focus on what you're going through, you are actually separating yourself from the wisdom of God. Listen to this. In his light... We see light. In his light, that's still wisdom. We see light. You can't be pondering on what you are going through over and over again. In that darkness, you'll see darkness. Light is the word. You start looking at 
What does the word of God say? You start seeing light. And in that light, you see the light to take you forward. Are you seeing that? Now look at this. In him, all the treasures. So think about this. I'm looking at the word of God with an intention to obey the word of God. With an intention to hear the wisdom of God concerning what I'm supposed to do. We find the treasures of divine wisdom. Comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. Comprehensive insight. What does that mean? I can comprehend that insight. Concerning what? The ways and purposes of God because his ways are not mysterious. He's given us his spirit. He's given us his word to help us go through in this life in his wisdom. Comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God and all the riches of spiritual knowledge and enlightenment are stored up and lie hidden. Greater than Solomon is here. Amen. What does he say now? You should be saying greater than Solomon is in me. <laughs> greater than Solomon is in me. Who are you before, before, before him, you and circumstance Philistine? It's greater than Solomon is in me. That's amazing, yeah? Is that a wonderful scripture? That excites me. I don't know about you. That excites me. Uh, uh, go to the next one, Colossians 3.16. One of my favorite scriptures. Uh, it says, Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ dwell in you, what? Richly in all wisdom. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> It's in your hallelujah singing. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. That's the will of God. Now, I want us to prepare to pray tonight. I want to focus on, in this prayer, for the men's and women's meeting coming this, past, this coming Saturday, coming up on Saturday. Okay? So I want us to pray for that. And I'm going to use, um, we're going to look at first uh, Ephesians chapter 1 about the spirit of wisdom. Can I say some few things here before? Let me see, Lord. Okay. Yes, I will. As we go there to Ephesians 1. We need our women with wisdom. We even need more, much more men with wisdom. Yeah. Hello, how are you? Is it your first time? No, okay. I don't know her. I say, okay, your, your name is? Faith. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not so sure. So much. Oh, Faith, I've seen your Faith. All right, okay. Faith, yeah. You look so different, Faith. I've seen you. <laughs> but Ephesians chapter 1. Let's read first from the, from the New King James Version. It says, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. So he's out of the faith. And they are the love. 
Do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you what? The spirit of wisdom and revelation the knowledge of you. Now listen to this. You have to meditate, go study, and see what I'm, see, I'm saying actually. Remember we have received the Holy Spirit to indwell in us. All right? He's God. The Holy Spirit is God. He's God. But look at this then. He says that you may receive what? The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Think about this, church. He's all-knowing. He has come to indwell us, or he came to indwell, indwell us. But though him being all-knowing, if we ignore him in circumstances... Is available to help us, but we won't receive the help. Suppose you are walking with someone who knows everything, every day, and they hear you pray. Oh, Father, you've left me. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? You've left me. What now am I supposed to do, Father? Don't you see that these people are against me? And he's over there thinking like, why don't you ask me? Remember, God will never enforce himself into your life. He'll never do that. He's gentle. That's why I tell people when I'm leading them into the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he will not open your mouth. Believers sometimes they think like in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, understand, you know, we, we, didn't, we didn't come out of a mother's womb uh, praying in tongues. But they, they, you, you say now, you give them instructions based on the word of God and tell them, let's now pray. I just say, just open your eyes, look at me. He will not open your mouth. Just like Jesus coming into your life, he didn't open your mouth. You invited him. You understand? We, he, we invited him, come into my life. Now that's the same thing about the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You pray for someone and they close their, their eyes, they shut their eyes, they close their mouth, they don't open. And them, you, you won't speak in tongues. We'll stay here the whole day, you won't. Because you are thinking like, like the Holy Spirit will come upon you like a, a stone or a plank of wood hitting your head, boom, and then opens your mouth. You won't do that. You <laughs> will not do that. We'll waste a lot of, day, a lot of time just standing here Trying to, to tell you to speak in tongues, you will not speak in tongues. The second thing is this, which you can use it actually, be so clear in the scripture. The second thing is this, uh, you'll not open your mouth. And another thing is this, I don't pray for people, I stop, I, I stop them when they keep insisting on thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. What did you come, did you come for to speak in tongues? Is that a tongue? No. So, so don't speak in that language. Oh, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Now, some may think like you don't understand their language. Now they go, Madhani, Madhani. I know Madhani, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep quiet. I know what Madhani is. So look, look at this. This is the whole point is this. When you come for something from the Lord, act it by faith. Do it by faith. 
The wisdom of God comes right there. Lean on that wisdom by faith. We receive nothing from God except by faith. Except by faith. So you have to act on it by faith. We have to lean on that wisdom by faith. And I see it in this manner. So the Holy Spirit is in us. But I believe that's who actually, when you look at um, Isaiah chapter, chapter 11, he's a spirit of wisdom, understanding, knowledge, the fear of the Lord. That's the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in our lives. But listen to this, he's in us. But the moment we start leaning on him in decisions, we start walking in that spirit of wisdom and reflection. In his light, in the light, in his light, we see more light. We start knowing what to do in circumstances. And the more we lean on him, the better it becomes on our day to, in our day-to-day -day walk. Because you become more confident he can help us through situations. I tell people this, I tell them, uh, I, I tell them that yours and my head, my head do not know much. Even if you had too much knowledge, we are still limited compared to the wisdom of God. Let, let, me, let me say, before you go there, let me read a scripture. In Deuteronomy 34, I want, I want you to see something here. Verse 9. Glory to God. Determine that, that for verse 9 says, Now Joshua the son of Nun was full of what? The spirit of wisdom. For Moses had laid his hands on him. So the children of Israel heeded him and did as the Lord had commanded Moses. Now think about this. What qualified Moses to lay hands on, on, on Joshua? Or who qualified him? First he spent time with God. He spent time with God. We, we read, was it last week or last week, but what? We're looking at that scripture in Psalm 103, verse, verse 7, that he made, like the New Living Translation says, that he made his character known to Moses. I think I'm saying it right. But he, he made his known, known, okay? He made known his ways to Moses, but I wanted the New Living Translation is so good. So, Moses actually, he revealed, yeah, that's the one. He revealed his character to Moses. So Moses was full of the wisdom of God. When he laid hands on, on, on Joshua, there was a transference of that wisdom. And Joshua started operating in a different dimension of God's wisdom. But listen to this, church. We've seen who lives in us. From that Colossians chapter 2. Take us back there. See if they, have, they, they, still, uh, they are going to run like they ran, they ran around the first time. <laughs> no, verse, verse 3, please. In him. Are we in him? Come on, are we in him? In him, all the treasures of the divine wisdom comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. Do you remember the scripture you've just read? 
In Psalm 107 verse, uh, 103 verse 7, he made his ways known to Moses. He revealed his character to Moses. He says this, comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. And all the riches of, of spiritual knowledge and enlightenment are stored up and lie hidden, uh, and lie hidden, and we're in him. Someone is about to run a little bit. I have, I have someone, a little bit, there's a spark. Woo! <laughs> a little bit. But that's amazing. Would you please go and meditate on that? I want us for the sake of prayer this evening. Let's go to the Amplified Classic Version of uh, uh, First uh, Ephesians chapter 1. Now get ready. Huh? So we need that wisdom. But it's, it's developed in us. He increased in wisdom. Let me use the, the word that the King James uses. We increase in wisdom as we lean on him. As we lean on him in decisions. In other words, we can make decisions for a thousand shillings. We start making decisions for two thousand shillings. <laughs> we start making decisions for a hundred thousand shillings. But that's not, it's not just in monetary terms, but I'm talking about in operation. On a daily, daily, day-to-day -day life. What's the wisdom behind that? And, and listen to this, and, and many times, at the moment, it does not make sense what you're doing, but you've heard. You believe to hear, and then after some time realize, I see now. Have you ever been in a situation that you didn't know what to do? But all of a sudden, you, you started listening to the Lord. You knew exactly what to do. Think like, where have I been? It's not here. It's here. <laughs> you know, so wow. No, no, no. It's not your brightness. It's right in here. It's the Holy Spirit who spoke to you and is helping you now in that wisdom to, to make the decision. Now, go, go in there to... Ephesians chapter 1, the Amplified. Let's read the Amplified, the other Amplified, not classic, but the other Amplified. The whole of it is good, but let me read from verse 17. For I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of God, that he may grant you, am I reading that? No, no, no. The, yeah, that amplified. He said that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom. Listen to this. And revelation. That gives you what? A deep and personal and intimate sight into the true knowledge of him. For you know the Father through the Son. And I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center. Go please to the Amplified Classic Version. Looking for something which I can see here. From verse 17 there. I pray. For I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ for the, the Father of glory. That he may grant you a spirit of wisdom. And then he says this. Of insight. Wisdom and revelation. 
of insight into mysteries and secrets in the, in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. And it goes on to say, Father, by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light, in his, in his, in his light you see what? Light. And he says this, so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance. Where? In the sense he set apart ones. And look at what follows it. And so you can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power where in and for us to believe as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength. And it continues from there. The wisdom of God, I told you, is this. Knowing what to do and doing it well. And there's no one who can do it better than Jesus, than the Holy Spirit in us. No one. No one. There's no better husband. There's no better teacher of how to become a husband than him. Huh? Even probably your father told you, jifunza. Wanwaken tofaut. Until I say, you know, all women, you know, they are all different. Yeah, yeah. But who created her? God. The Holy Spirit knows everything about that, that, that person you're living. What about wife to husband? What about day-to-day -day life? It's the wisdom of God. You intelligent one, what is it that he doesn't know about the computer? Hmm? I don't know how I can ask God for in the accounts department. What is it that he doesn't know? If he can keep count to your, uh, 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 of your hair, what, what, what is it that he can, he can count in your office? <laughs> he knows the number of the, the sand in the, uh, the ocean, I mean the, 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 the beaches. He, he can tell you the number of all that. What is it that he cannot count? Isn't that amazing? It's sad sometimes. I think sometimes even angels fold their hands and say, now what do these people want? Really? Really? What do these people want? After all what is done for them. I know they don't talk that way. You know, they, they are, because of God, of course, is a God of faith and his creation. I mean, his angels serve him. But probably they wonder, why are they choosing what they are choosing? After all what he has done. Remember Solomon first, he, went, he, he was approached by the elders. And he was told, now he, he, this is the way it will be better for you to, to be able to lead the nation of Israel. You know, he just he consulting with the elders and he told by the elders uh, what to do. Just lighten the burden of people. He said, let me ask my age mates. And who am I talking about? No, 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 not, not Solomon. Jo, uh, Rehoboam, his son. Couldn't he have asked for, for wisdom that the father asked, actually? That's his son, Rehoboam. Then Rehoboam said, let me ask my age mates. The age mates said this. So your father tell them, light, 
make it stronger. Put a burden on them. He told the elders, I've chosen this. I've put a heavy burden on them. Jeroboam took the other kingdom, 10 tribes. He may remain with two tribes. As I saw, he could have, Rehoboam actually could have asked God for wisdom regarding, regarding actually what he was supposed to do so that he could have, he could have continued the kingdom of God. I mean the kingdom of, of his father, grandfather uh, David could have continued from Solomon and could have continued on and on and on. Though Solomon sinned, but don't you know that God is merciful if we humble ourselves before him. Amen. I hope you received something this evening. Let's, let's pray this evening. Stand up on your feet. I want us to believe God for these meetings. Come Saturday morning, we have women's meeting and, and men's meeting. Let's pray for the speakers. Let's pray for people. This side, I'll ask you to pray for the men's meeting. This side, uh, Ada, and all the way to Tracy, this other side. I want you to pray for men's meeting. This side, Miss Ruth. Faith, now I know your name. And this other side for women's meeting. Let's pray for wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of God. And listen to this, knowing what to do, how, and how to do and do it what? Well. So the wisdom, practical wisdom for our men, and practical wisdom for our women. And then most like I'll call one one from this side and one from this other side to come and pray. You ready? Father, let's, let's lift our hands to him. Father, we do thank you for all that you have done for us through your son, Jesus Christ. The wisdom that you have made available because of the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Now, Father, again, thank you what you've done. Thank you for your mercy and your grace. You've said we come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. We are asking you for wisdom, a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you in the men's meeting, the women's meeting, we are asking you, Father, for insight. We are asking you for the utterance of your spirit. You are the only wise God. You've given us your spirit to indwell us. We are asking you, Father, for direction, for guidance, and for the help for us to do your will in our generation. Thank you, even as we pray in the spirit. We pray by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for utterance concerning the women's meeting. Thank you for utterance concerning the men's meeting. We praise you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Go to Ephesians chapter 3, verse, verse 10. I want you to see from the Amplified Classic Version. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
The Amplified Classic Version says, For the purpose is that through the church, you see that? Through the church, the complicated, many-sided wisdom of God in all its infinite, variety and innumerable aspects might now be known to the angelic rulers and authorities, principalities and powers in the heavenly sphere. But the display of that wisdom is known to these principalities and powers through what? The church. You, you see that? Let's see if you can see it clear. In the Passion Translation, this says this. The purpose of this was to unveil before every throne. We're talking about the demonic powers. Think about this church. They thought they were going to rule over mankind for all in the ages. But Jesus broke the power of the enemy, destroyed the power of the enemy. And now listen this, through the church that wisdom of God may be known. Are you seeing that? They thought they were going to dominate man, mankind for all, you know, from the time of Adam and for all eternity. Probably that's what the devil thought. Listen to this, the Bible says, had they known the wisdom of God, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So the principalities and powers and dominion of darkness are blind. They don't know the wisdom of God. It's impossible for them to receive the word of God. But they see the display of that wisdom through the church. And he says, it's the purpose of this was to unveil before every throne and rank of angelic orders in the heavenly realm, God's full and diverse wisdom revealed through the church. He says, you've been raised together with him and you've been made to sit together with him far above all principality and powers. In other words, let's not pray from the earthly realm. We pray from the heavenly realm. The throne, the throne room. Declaring the will of God on this earth. The New Living Translation says, God's purpose in all this was to use the church. I love that. The New Living Translation. God's purpose in all this was to use the church. To display his wisdom in his rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. That's not the, the heaven of heaven. That's the second heaven. Principalities and powers of, uh, of darkness. But listen to this. Even the angels see the display of that wisdom through us. Through the church. Come, Candy. We are praying for what here? Over here. This side. For men, oh yeah, you see, that's important for you, Candy. Pray for this man. This other side, pray for, you're praying for what? For the ladies. So it's for men. Let me see if I, Daniel, come pray for the ladies' meeting. Let me source it. You're sowing towards the men's meeting, you saw towards the ladies' meeting. All right? Are you seeing that though? Is that exciting? Just to know that. We don't pray from the earthly realm. We pray from the heavenly realm, speaking the will of God on this earth. Go ahead, lead us. Thank you, Father. Let's all just be in it. 
our Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your presence here. We thank you that your glory will be seen in all the earth through the church with the men leading. We thank you for all the men at Victory Faith Church as your spirit falls out everything that has been dead, everything that has not grown in their lives, we call it to life right now in Jesus' name. As the Spirit pours out, we call every desert to grow into a beautiful garden, a beautiful vineyard. Every vineyard grows into a beautiful, full forest. In the name of Jesus, we recall men to rise up, light be, light be, where yes. there was darkness, yes. where there was defeat, yes. we'd proclaim light, light. be, this yes. is the end of defeat, all men at victory faith will rise, they will rise, they will lead in their workplaces, they will read in the world, they will be the head and not the, t- and not the tail, and as your spirit pours out, we decree and declare that this is not any other meeting because your presence will distinguish it. This is the start of something new and we thank you God for the testimonies. We thank you for the testimonies that are rising from this meeting. We thank you for new lives and changing all, the, all their lives. We thank you for the new, the new, the new has come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you because you make all the difference. Glory, glory, glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes, we declare a new thing. Hallelujah. A new thing in this men's meeting, we declare. A new thing, the outpouring of your spirit. Light be, as you have said, in the name of Jesus. Light be. Addictions go. Powers of darkness go. Broken in the name of Jesus. We speak freedom. We speak the rising up of men in this generation the rising up of men to do your will. And we agree and we say the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. Eyes open. Ears open. Hearts open. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll just pray from uh, Colossians 1. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you we lift up the women's meeting and we pray that every woman is filled with the knowledge of your will. Thank you, Father. We thank you for our women know your will. Your women are filled with the wisdom and understanding you, of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, we thank you for wisdom, like the wisdom that Rahab had that you gave her wisdom to discern the spies and her family was saved. Thank you that our women are wise. They are wise to save their families, to save their marriages. They know how to conceive the will of the Lord. Just like Sarah conceived the will of the Lord. Thank you, Father, for the knowledge of your will. That our our women are not deficient of your purposes, of your will, of your callings. That they know it and they walk in it in the name of Jesus. Our women travail in prayer. Our women travail in the word. Our women know the 
truth yeah. and they take the truth and they use it to fight yeah. for the will for the will of God yeah, thank you that our women are filled with faith yes. even as you say in Hebrews 11 that women receive their their own from the dead because yes, of faith you, our women are filled with yes, faith for Lord. our homes for the church for this nation for their businesses for their workplaces in the name of Jesus so father we speak that wisdom we speak that knowledge we speak that understanding through your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus and father we pray that our women will walk worthy of the Lord fully pleasing you fully pleasing you that they walk worthy of the Lord they walk according to the fear of the Lord they walk according to the truth of the Lord they walk according to the love of the Lord that our our, our women their words are used to build their words are used to build homes their words are used to build the church their words are used to build in the name of Jesus so thank you Lord that they walk worthy of you as, as they get into their word they learn they learn and they walk in your will in the name of Jesus thank you for our women are fruitful 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 in every good work that father as as, as they are ministered to thank you father that you are bathing your purposes and as they walk in them they are fruitful there is fruit our women are fruitful fruitful in every way fruitful in their physical bodies fruitful in their spirits fruitful in their minds in the name of Jesus that what comes out of them is good fruit good fruit for every good work for every good work that they use this wisdom to bear fruit for the kingdom the for the kingdom of the Lord in the name of Jesus so we thank you father that they are increasing in the knowledge of God increasing in the knowledge of God increasing in the wisdom of God as as they are taught as they sit there is increase in the wisdom of the Lord in the knowledge of the Lord in the, in, in discernment our women know discern in Jesus name and they are strengthened with all might our women are strong our women are strong even as you gave Sarah strength at her old age she brought forth your will Isaac who has been a, a blessing to generations our our women have the strength to bath the will of the Lord to travel to hold on to push to push they don't give up but they arise. There's an arising as your word comes forth on Saturday. They arise. They arise for their marriages, for their children, for this nation, for this church, for every for every place you have called them. There is strength. There is strength. They are strengthened with all might in Jesus' name. And thank you, Father, because they walk in all patience, all long suffering. And our women are joyful. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. And we thank you, Father. Yes, we do. Because there is a formation thank you, Father. of your will, That's of your character, of your wisdom in our women. Thank in you, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, people. Don't go. I want to pray now for your woman. She's about to give birth. Would you please stretch forth your hands towards, towards him? Thank you, Father. And how we say, we decree the will of God. We thank you as Madonna being in this time, this season of bringing forth that baby. We speak health. 
we speak strength. We bind fear. We bind error in the name of Jesus. Light be. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for every doctor, every nurse, every single person that even come around Aha and the baby. We sanctify them by these words of faith and this prayer of faith. And we thank you, Father, for the release of your spirit in doing your will, in bringing forth that baby strong to do its will in his generation. We praise you, Father, and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Tell her she has that. Amen. Now, now look at this, uh, uh, what Daniel was praying. They did so good. I read it from the Amplified Classic Version, that is Colossians 1. I, I like so many things that actually calling those things that be not as though they are new thing, and even praying for, for the women. For this reason, we also, from the day we heard of it, that's the Colossians 1.9, the Amplified Classic Version, we have not ceased to pray and make special requests for you asking that you may be filled with a full, deep, and clear knowledge of His will. In all spiritual wisdom, in comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. And in understanding and discernment of spiritual things, that you may walk, live, and conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him. Women, we've prayed for that for you. This meeting, fully pleasing Him, pleasing to Him, and desiring to please Him in all things. Being fruit, bearing fruit, in every good work and steadily growing and increasing in and by the knowledge of God with the fuller, deeper and clearer insight, acquaintance and recognition. We pray for women, as we've already done that, that you may be invigorated and strengthened with all power. I like it what he said in Hebrews that you gave Sarah power or strength to give birth at her old age. Now this and this, to give birth to the will of God. Whatever age you are, maybe Belisha will be there in that meeting and the, the most mature one. But listen this, God granting you what? You, giving you strength. How did it, it all come? By faith. It's the word of God spoken and received strengthening you with all power according to the might of his glory to exercise every kind of endurance and patience perseverance and forbearance Woo! and with joy come on now with joy what is that? all of it is giving thanks to the father can we thank him who has qualified and make us fit made us fit to share the portion which is the inheritance of the saints God's holy people in the light. The Father has delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control 
and the dominion of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have our redemption through his blood which means the forgiveness of sins hallelujah hallelujah yeah let's give him praise hallelujah thank you lord thank you father father we thank you for the things you've done this evening through us and and such a privilege father to use us to do your will we thank you again for this men's meeting we thank you for the women's meeting i thank you father for all that you have called into this church families individuals men and women children youths all that you have called into this church father i stand in my place that you have called me as their pastor and i plead the blood of jesus over people over families and father we ask you for the manifestation of the wisdom of god among our children jesus our lord increased in wisdom thank you for the young ones thank you for the youths that they are wise in their generation to know what to do and how to do it and do it well and we thank you father for women singles all those who are married in families we thank you for husbands and wives we thank you for partners and friends of this ministry we thank you father for every outreach of this ministry for your blessing for your glory for your presence and we call forth new things things that we haven't known yet things that we have not walked in yet we call forth new things in the name of Jesus and we thank you father for strength strength to do your will faith to rise up and do your will in our generation and i thank you father for these dear ones who are here this evening thank you for your blessing upon them thank you for your strength father you are faithful you are faithful you know how to reward your people and therefore father you know very well how to do it you know very well how to do it you know the desires of their hearts i speak your blessing upon them i speak your peace upon them i speak your victory upon them i speak your freedom upon them in the name of jesus i thank you father for peace even in their homes peace in their marriages peace in the work of their hands shalom nothing missing nothing broken to your glory and to your honor we praise you father in jesus name